Hi, this is Jamin Fraser, and you're listening to The Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10 Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, 10 Minute Tuesday time. Uh, This week I'm going to address a topic that I get asked all the time, and that is how do I help my teenage kids not be insecure? Uh, Being a teenager is tough at the best best of times. I reckon it's probably more tough than it's ever been in the world we live in today. Um, social media just kind of speeds up the pressures uh, and really forces insecurity to the front. Uh, and it's tough being a teenager. So I got a couple of teenagers myself, and uh, well, one almost teenager. Um, and it's something that I think about all the time. How do I be useful to my children so that I give them uh, something clear in terms of their their strategy to not be insecure moving into their adult life? So it's an important topic and I'm sure one that many of you can relate to and are probably facing. And I mean, it doesn't have to start with teenage kids. If you're a parent of kids of any age, um, you're beginning the work of equipping them to do life well and to help them form their own opinion of themselves. So here are a few key ideas around how to do that well. Um, So firstly, I mean, and probably most importantly, there's no escaping the fact that the most effective you can be as a parent and the biggest gift you give your children is to model what it looks like to be a secure individual. If your strategy involves telling them to do stuff that you're not doing yourself, um, I mean, kids can see hypocrisy a mile away. That's actually probably going to achieve the opposite of what you hope it to do. Um, It's like parents who try and tell their kids that they can do anything or be anything and the way they do that is by putting their own life on hold and serving their kids dreams and visions Uh, and I think the kid just goes hang on a minute I'm I'm hearing these beautiful words that life is my oyster I can do anything but how does that work for you mum or dad you don't seem like that makes sense for you so it must be a fable it must not be true Uh, and I think you know the challenge for parents is that you know, you know, we we do the teenage years ourselves. We become young adults. We move into life. We get our own challenges, and we get our own hopes and dreams. And at some point, it, it happens that we kind of realise that that's too hard, and then become parents and kind of transfer our hope for life onto our kids, and put our own lives on hold. So I think the biggest gift you give your kids is to actually model a life well lived and to model security. So you want to be effective and you're not overcoming insecurity in your own life, I don't think you're going to be effective. So let's just put that out there as the the first most important thing. Uh, And obviously there are seven essential practices that I mention all the time and you can find out more information about them on my website if you haven't read that already. Uh, But moral security. Um, Secondly, discipline. Uh, You know, a contentious topic, but a really, really important one. And I love the idea that discipline is proof of love and discipline provides a really safe environment for a child to find themselves and to discover who they are. Um, You know, it's really interesting. The what do I want question 
you know, every child wants to ask that question and they're not ready for it. What they need is obedience. What they need is frameworks and structure. What they need is to do what they're told as a child. You know, if you say to a child, what do you want? Well, what they're going to want is chocolate and chips, TV. They're not going to want to go to bed. They don't want to do homework. They don't want to go to school. If you let a child get what they want, you're being irresponsible as a parent. Uh, they will ruin their life with that question. Uh, what they need is to be told what to do. Now, interestingly, often the adult is the opposite. Now, what an adult needs is to actually be very, very clear about what they want. But what an adult often falls into is just living based on what they're told to do. They serve someone else's vision. So it's really, really, really important to be clear about when that question is appropriate. And as an adult, as an adult you're preparing your child to, to answer that question more and more and more. But the way you're doing that is through discipline. It's to show them the boundaries. It's to let them face the consequences of their actions so they understand. Uh, they understand life. They understand how life works. I love Nathaniel Brandon's work on the psychology of self-esteem. And he says that, uh, self-esteem is built by facing up to life because when life happens we can either run away or we can face up now if we run away by hiding by pretending by avoiding we end up teaching ourselves that we don't have what it takes to life which ends up building this belief we don't have enough we're not good enough and ends up ruining our self-esteem as opposed to when we face up to life get through difficult situations we build confidence strength and peace inside of us we teach ourselves we have what it takes we end up believing we're enough and end up having a great self-esteem so the role of a parent to build self-esteem is to help a child face reality it's to help them deal with what is real not to shelter them from reality not to protect them from consequences not to give them whatever they want but to help them understand what is real and help them deal with what is real, even when it's painful, even when it's hard. So if a child does something wrong and escapes scot-free, that is not reality. That is not the real world. That's actually going to hurt them, and it's going to undermine their sense of self. Discipline is a key thing. Um, the next is to prepare them for adulthood. So I've spoken about this in another 10-minute Tuesday, the idea that personal development work can be summed up as becoming an adult, a fully formed adult. Now, the work of a parent is to prepare a child for adulthood by one by one helping them wean off dependence into independence. So not just physical independence or financial independence, but emotional, psychological, and relational independence as well. So it's to help them form their own opinions of themselves, independent from other people validating them or proving that they're okay. It's to help them reflect on their own behavior, on their own choices, and to understand those choices and to not define themselves by those choices, to be able to separate behavior from intention and understand uh, that it's okay to make mistakes and that every new day we have more choices to make and we just learn more and more about ourselves. So it's to help them form their own opinion of what is right and wrong and what is good and bad and who they really are as they get older and older. Uh, it's key also to be the parent, not the friend. So falling into this this aspect of giving discipline, I think, you know, often a parent wants to give the child a healthy self-esteem by making them happy and and liking them all the time. Uh, again, I think that undermines the whole process because it undermines the discipline process. So, becoming understanding your role appropriately and doing that with all your heart, realizing that it's not your job to be liked as a parent. It's your job to prepare a child for adulthood. If you want your child to have a healthy sense of self-esteem 
and, and be insecurity free there will be times they do not like you there will be times you say no to them there will be times that you allow them to face consequences that's very very hard and very very painful and your children plead with you not to do that but for your love for them and your desire to prepare them for life that is exactly what you do so uh, some a few key ideas obviously we could talk more and more about this but I think um, I, one, one of the key things that I think about in terms of my own children is who do I need to be for them to have a good shot at security knowing that I actually can't make them secure they are their own individuals they're becoming their own people they've got to make a whole bunch of these choices for themselves if I do it all for them then I'm not preparing them for adulthood Adulthood is about making mistakes, learning from mistakes, learning by experience, falling, getting up again, falling, getting up again, making adjustments, learning how to do it better and better and better each time you fall. So obviously there's going to be some trial and error around how they form their own opinion of themselves. Obviously there's going to be some times where they try, see what it's like to to conform to other people's uh, wishes so that they get approval from them and to feel the pain around that of what it means to compromise their own sense of self. So you can't protect them from pain in this area but creating a safe space for them to explore is really, really good. So one of the mottos we have in our family is that more conversations are better than less conversations. And I think, who do I need to be in order to give my kids a great chance at security? Well, I need to be secure in myself. I need to have every confidence that I can handle any conversation that my kids need to have. And so I'm convinced that the net effect of my parenting will be good, that we'll have the conversations we need to have. And I'll make mistakes and I'll get it wrong and I'll disappoint them and I'll hurt them and I'll I'll let them down, but I'll make up for it. I'll, I'll be able to apologize. You know, we'll have more good conversations than bad conversations and more good days than bad days. So a lot about my belief about myself impacts my confidence to do parenting well, which which relates back to the very first overarching principle. Model what it looks like to do life well. Model security yourself. That sets you up to just intuitively be there for your children in the key moments and have the right conversations. They don't have to be perfect. They'll be messy, but you get to have as many conversations as you need to have throughout the years that they are living under your roof so that you can set them up for adult life and help them do this work around their own belief about themselves. I hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next Tuesday. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online Overcoming Insecurity Bootcamp. It combines high-quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jamonfraser.com.